Welcome to Energy Stew. This is Peter Roth, your host. And I'd like to ask you, what level of consciousness are you living at? I presume because you're a listener of the show, that you're brought here because you're, you're a high consciousness new to direct you to listen to the show. So I'm excited that I can tell you more about that and how we can look at uh, even raising our consciousness levels. And to do that, I'm so excited to have two guests on, on the show who, are, um, who have a program that to offer for your own homes and your own cell phones even. <laughs> and they are amazing what they've done and, uh, and are offering the world. And so I'm, I'm speaking with Clayton Stedman and Jeffrey Stegman. Clayton and Jeffrey, welcome to Energy Stew. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Peter. This is Jeffrey. Yeah, good to meet you, Peter. This is Clayton. Heard heard good things about you from our staff. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited that they had good things to say. Uh, uh, but I I do get along with people because I I always am working on increasing my consciousness and mm -hmm. do have the program that you're going to be talking about in my apartment to keep my consciousness as high as possible. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but to start off with, I, I think it would be good to uh, do a, a little, um, I don't wouldn't call it, a, maybe a prayer or meditation or a ritual to get us going on this show, because I know you like to do that. So would you like to start one? Sure, as we were, this is Clayton, as we were talking before the show, we told Peter that it's a tradition of ours to say a little prayer and do an invocation and as sometimes happens the hosts call us out and ask us to do ask us to do it with the audience so um so i'll start it off that we i just typically start and then i'll turn it over to to you peter and if you would like to uh to contribute you can if not jeff will i guess wrap it up that's our typical pattern jeff does that does that sound good great sounds great good. yeah yeah, so it'll be just very short. I just, uh, before we start these, I always increase my conscious contact with God. So I increase my conscious contact with you, Lord. And as I reach out to you, I ask you to come all the way to me in the ways that I may not be able to meet you fully. and to come into me today and speak through me, work through me, and these other men if they choose that, so that we can speak the words that people need to hear. You can't do it for your grace, your love, as this is the classic day of love, Valentine's Day. And I ask that all people that listen to this now and in the future are blessed and our lives are improved as a result of us spending this time together. And I'll pass it over to you, Peter. And let us all experience our blessings in our lives, our love for so many people that love us and we love them and how blessed that is. And just uh, imagine our blessings increasing and increasing. And Clayton, 
I mean, Jeffrey? You know, asked to expand that circle of love that Peter started, you know, first for ourselves. We asked for the support of, you know, field of consciousness together, the three of us, and that includes each one of you that are listening. And this field of love, this consciousness of love, first for ourselves, for each part of ourselves, for those around us, our loved ones, you know, our neighbors, expanding outward, really our our town, our city, our country, and our world, and all of creation as these consciousness fields do, all of creation is affected by, by each of us. So just ask for that, for a blessing of higher intelligence and consciousness to support us together in blessing the world and all of creation with this talk today. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And let's look at the idea of consciousness. And your work is all about raising consciousness. But what does that mean to people? How do people think of consciousness in terms of what it can do for them? Or, I mean, most people just think about thinking, you know, what is, how does consciousness differ from thinking? You know, how do I explain consciousness to friends who have no idea of the meaning of it at all? Well, maybe I'll start off and I'll, I'll pass it to Jeff. So we really specialize in creating consciousness fields, Peter. And um, so, for example, our home environment is a consciousness field. And if you have kind thoughts in the home, if you have a clean home, if you have uh, an abundant source of income for that home that covers your needs and you have uh, extra, if you have beauty in the home, if you have art, if you have architecturally nice surroundings, um, nice colored you know, paintings, um, things like that, that will tend to create a consciousness field of love. And so if you are talking to people about consciousness, we start right from the lower levels. The classic lower ones are shame and guilt and hopelessness. We move up to you know fear and then anger and then uh, courage. Is, that's where integrity sort of starts. And I'm mostly relating this to the Hawkins map of consciousness. That is a, a map of consciousness created by Dr. David Hawkins. And it's a scale from one to infinity. And the human realm is one to a thousand. So each level of consciousness would have a, a number of microwatts of positive energy or electricity in the bottle, uh, in the body. And so these lower levels, like shame is 20 you know, guilt is say 50, anger is a hundred, sorry, anger is 150, fear is a hundred, courage is at, you know, 200, 250 is neutral, 300 is willingness, 400 is reason, uh, 500 is lovingness, the beginning of lovingness, and, uh, you know, up through the mid 500s is unconditional love, 
600 is peace, and then from 700 to 1,000 are states of enlightenment. So that's typically the framework that we will talk to people about when we talk about consciousness. So thinking would be something that consciousness would include and transcend as you move towards lovingness. So thinking is is kind of the operation of our minds and consciousness is the uh, the, the umbrella or let's say I'm even thinking of a multicolored umbrella and it changes its colors uh, how it surrounds our thinking and and helps us think better in higher ways and in, in more enlightened ways. Yeah. And, yeah. I would I would I would agree with that Peter and that consciousness also, it supports our thinking by bringing in thoughts that may not be our own thoughts. That we we make the distinction that thoughts can be made can be made by the mind, but they could also come from other sources too. And the higher the level of consciousness, then kind of the more um, thoughts from a higher level come to us that are not necessarily our thoughts. So thinking seems to be affected by consciousness in that way. But I would kind of take a step back that consciousness is also really the basis of creation, that everything is consciousness in a way. Um, that, um, you know, some of the, er the early physics experiments uh, with the, uh, the 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 photons and the splits and the slits, where the observation the observation of the person is what determine the outcome of the experiment, and I think that's a real indicator that consciousness uh, is is basic um, and a part of the fabric of reality. Well, one way that I like to look at it is consciousness affects everything including plants. And, and so you've done research with creating high consciousness levels around plants and watch them flourish in ways that were unexpected. So uh, how, you know, that says that consciousness is actually an energy that, that raises some level of, of um, reality, maybe we can call it, <laughs> And the higher the consciousness, the, the, the more refined the reality. Mm -hmm. There is a, um, a concept that we work with that relates to environment being more important than will. And so, uh, as Jeff said, we believe consciousness is a fundamental foundation to life. And the importance of being in a high consciousness area is that it will tend to lift you up or at least keep you in a reasonable place where if you're in a low consciousness field, it will tend to bring you down. So, for example, I haven't been in, well, I've been in uh, prisons once they're closed, but I haven't been in a prison when they're open. And they tend to be uh, fairly low consciousness places because people are suffering. Uh, battlefields are another classic. Uh, old battlefields are a low consciousness area. Uh, some graves are high, some graves are low, but the, any area where there's a lot of poverty, where there's a lot of struggle, 
dignity can arise out of that. But typically, that would be what we would classify as a low consciousness area. And it's harder to maintain that loving state to be positive and progressive in your life when the neighborhood you live in, you could take it to that, is in a, you know, is suffering, even economically. And so what I love about this is that consciousness is not just an idea that you can intellectualize, but it can be measured. And, can, and the measurements, the results of the measurements can be seen in how the world it flourishes around us or not. And to me, that's what's important is that it's a measurable item that we can strive to improve. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I think we feel it in our bodies. I, we believe our bodies are a very sensitive instrument to consciousness levels. That as we walk around the world, we're feeling into the space, like, is this safe? Is this a place I should be? Um, can I relax here? Um, because we're, we're sensitive, you know, our entire system is, you know, whether it's not just our physical body, but other, other energetic parts of us that are sensing the consciousness level and, uh, you know, it's a survival, it's a survival tool. So walking into a, uh, a, a place that is low consciousness, we're, we're on alert, you know, that, that field that feeling as we walk into that field is one of danger. Um, we're walking into, you know, a synagogue, a cathedral, someplace where there's been worship, you know, loving worship for, for decades, centuries, that a field, a high consciousness field has developed in that place that we can feel up, uplifted and feel energy as we, walk into that place and get as closer we get to maybe the center of it where wherever the energy the field is strongest we'll feel that um so then yes that can translate into measuring now that we we have a scale the dr david hawkins map of consciousness that you know we can reference that scale and measuring and use our intelligence of our bodies through kinesiology and dowsing dowsing works as well to to measure on that scale where things are you know in in a particular place at a particular time or over a period of time well it's wonderful that life does respond to energy in for instance as as a dowser uh, dowsing instruments reflect the energies around them and and so it's wonderful to have these tools that are we could call them esoteric there because they're based on energy and most people don't know about energy other than what it takes to run a mile, you know, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. And even then there, there could be these consciousness energies that make it easier to, to do that. But it, it's fascinating that we're dealing with a subject matter here that I think we can all become more aware of in our lives and, and promote it, promote our uh, consciousness level to get higher and higher because it brings more good fortune. It brings more awareness. It, it brings more love. And mm -hmm. why wouldn't we want to just go that way? Yeah, and we we also say it brings more freedom. 
so the, the it's really freedom from parts of ourselves that may hold us back you know patterns beliefs lower vibrating or lower lower consciousness aspects from our childhood or you know early adulthood where we had traumas perhaps or you know we're treated in certain ways as we talked about a little bit beforehand that those the being in that higher consciousness zone like the FLFE environment that we work with um, but really any high consciousness zone that you go into say if you go in go into a synagogue or cathedral that those parts of us start to rise you know that were um maybe holding us back in some way or at least causing suffering for us uh, and thought forms that were ruminating over and over again you know about something in the past or something that might happen that that freedom comes from those parts of us rising into the love zone you know the the 500s as clayton said on the hawkins map where um we can start to be free of those patterns and just yeah be be happier more joyous more abundant in our life maybe that has something to do with the whole idea of loving your enemies mm. and and that the only way to you know that life can move forward correctly is for all the enemies to uh i remember being taught to lie down together you know and mm. to, you know be um mm. be in, in in frequency with each other that if it's a high enough frequency it it creates a difference between how enemies are recognized mm. yeah we all know stories about well, I'm assuming we all have heard stories about uh, wars being postponed on Christmas Day and people um, actually coming across the line and meeting each other, sharing food. And then the next day, you know, they're ordered to start shooting again. And so just to your point, that is, uh, would be a loving, a lovingness that is shared in celebration of some aspect of Christmas that people relate to. Maybe not everybody's a Christian, but the holiday season, goodwill to each other. And uh, there is a saying that an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. I love it if I'm traveling in the city on New Year's Eve or Christmas, people uh, shout out greetings to each other, strangers mm -hmm. to each other. It's, so yeah. to see. it's the highest consciousness time of the year, by the way, Christmas, uh, Christmas time. If that's not well, already you, obvious. Well, you know that because you measure <laughs> that. See, that what I, I want to get into, you know, how you're working scientifically with this because you are measuring so much in the world all the time. You can measure the, the consciousness of the whole planet and of particular events in the planet and how it, it, it affects consciousness and and uh, pockets of it here and there and, and where to find it and and uh, exalt in it. And, and so... Uh, we can do that in our homes. So I want to, before the show is over, I want everybody to know that uh, they can actually uh, get a uh, a free trial of of a higher consciousness um, directed energy to their homes, to their particular address. I have one in my apartment. I'm very proud of it. That brings my apartment to a higher consciousness. And it's from you guys. It's uh, flfe.net. And it's, you know, you can talk more about the details of that, but
but it's an opportunity to test to see what what it feels like to be in this higher consciousness in your own home. And we do use things like plants and we can talk more about the plant studies, which really do measure this increased benefit or energy that's present. Um, but yeah, in, in the uh, Apple fee uh, free trial, there's no credit card or anything, but not, not to sell that, but it's important that people know that um, is um, ways to turn the energy off, turn the energy up, turn the energy down, do mm. boosts or extra high consciousness times to really become a consciousness researcher ourselves besides just having this awareness and walking around the world and seeing how you feel in different areas of the world. But uh, we have this control panel so that you can physically test it and, and, and experiment yourself. And that we really have this experimental scientific base to this, you could call esoteric, you know, service. Yeah, and that's what people can identify if they if they have it in their home. They can see how even their how their pets are behaving differently. Yeah, sometimes people notice it more in their pets than they notice it in themselves. It's interesting. There's, you know, if you have a friend that has a really good experience with Reiki or with Chinese medicine, that friend will typically be sensitive to high consciousness fields, and they'll they're more likely to notice something like FLFE or they'll be more likely to notice an environmental influence in the world as they're walking around. Then you may have another friend that uh, you'll just say has a thick skin and they don't feel anything. And, you know, that's part of their gift to the world is they have a thick skin and the fact that they're not so sensitive doesn't mean they're not aware. It just means they have a different contribution to life. And so those people may not notice these subtler fields as much as your sensitive friend but they might can, behave differently because of it absolutely they have a different gift they have a different purpose in the world and so <laughs> so those people might uh yeah you know, we have a couple of friends that are thick uh, we have one particular friend my, my my term of endearment for him is that he is the, he's a blunt instrument of the lord <laughs> <laughs> i know a few of those <laughs> yeah he is a blunt <laughs> You know, he just does stuff. He's, I don't know if he's fearless, but he certainly behaves fearlessly. And, you know, he, he does important work in the world. So if you have uh, some sort of thick skinned friends, they, and they try the service, you know, they, they might notice their cats or their dogs, if they have pets, are just changed in their behavior. They're more calm, they're more playful, more energized. Or they might notice that the plants are, um, are growing better, that they're more vibrant. They're flowering for longer or flowering more often. And we do have, I think, 13 pieces of evidence on our research page now on our website. And we did a 10,000 acre farm, organic farm study, Peter. And we had a sort of 29.6% increase in yield, Jeff. Uh, that one was a 20, 22% average. Oh, that was 22. Uh, okay. Well the, well, the spinach was 29, right? That's right. Yeah. 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 That's right. Uh -huh. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. The Peter, the other way to, you know, we were just talking about people that notice it and don't notice it. And we we've um partnered with Dr. Gary Schwartz. Do you are you familiar with him, Peter? Have you ever interview, interviewed him? Yeah. He hasn't been on the show yet. Yeah. 
he's he's such a such an incredible scientist <laughs> who is bridging these gaps between really science and frontier science you know these things that we're talking about and you talk about in your in your courses peter are they're really frontier science they're they're multi-dimensional um experiences that are really they're science they're just not it's just we haven't evolved to the point where we understand it all yet um but he's you know the first thing you do with frontier science is you really look at well, what is what is actually what are the benefits what's actually happening you know is it happening um even before explaining what's happening and so you know we did research with the institute of noetic sciences um where we use their faraday cage room they have a double faraday cage room in their facility and we they laid out uh four random number generators each one was actually a f had four number generators in it and then we they closed the door and we varied the consciousness level in the room um on the outside they, of the room no, we we activated a field inside the room. Right, but you you projected it from the outside into the room. That's that's right. Yeah, we we call it really activated. It's really activating a field through this quantum association that occurs with the FLFV system. So we activated a high consciousness field. We varied the level of consciousness, and they saw you know an effect in the random number generators that was you know not chance it was a large effect yeah that's and wonderful and that's so I, I want the audience to learn more about this and and i guess is there any better place to go than flfe.net yeah if you go to flfe.net under uh research click on the research uh, tab you'll see these studies with dr gary schwartz there's the the plant study that clayton mentioned where it's actually four different plant experiments and that really came from from FLFE customer experiences. Hey, my plants look better. This is like way beyond the way my plant has ever looked. So we said, all right, well, let's start to quantify that. Like, what is the difference? And so we we did control control without the FLFE enhancement, the FLFE uh, field, and then we actually did some special FLFE plant. Envir environments as well and well, we're getting um, near the end of the show so I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing all the science around it so that mm -hmm. you know it can verify how powerful uh, flfe is mm -hmm. so um i'm i'm so glad that we can do this and i definitely want to talk with you more because you have you're you're really at the cutting edge of consciousness and its uh, opportunities for our advancement in life so i want to thank you so much for all of that and, uh, and thank you for being on energy stew appreciate you having us peter thank you yeah yes yeah, great to talk with you oh thank you likewise and this is peter roth your host of energy stew at prn.live i can be reached at peter at heart river h-e-a-r-t river.org i'd love to hear from you and thanks so much for listening <laughs>